week 11. Like week 11. The Packers have played more than half their games. Yep. Last time we talked, we were kicking it off, right? We had expectations for the season, and, you know, we didn't know really what we had. We kind of know what this team is right now, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And, you know, I, I'm going to go on record right now that I'm a, I'm a dumbass. You know, when I looked at the schedule, the lack of growing with the players that we drafted and signed in free agency, seven and nine seemed realistic to me, especially once um, Bunches opted out. Because I'm like, who are they going to throw to? I'm going to put 11 guys on uh, Devontae Adams and he's not going to do shit against us. And I thought Minnesota was going to be the uh, kings of uh, the North. And you all told me that they weren't, they were going to not be that good. And I didn't listen. And holy shit, Minnesota sucked it up the first half of the season. Green Bay, I think is play. I don't think they're overachieving. Like I thought they were overachieving last year. I think they're playing damn good this year. Minus the Tampa Bay game in the Minnesota game at Lambeau. The Tampa Bay game, Tampa Bay came to beat the shit out of us. But we also had a lot of injuries. We had Aaron Jones trying to fill the role of uh, Tyler Irvin. Didn't do well at it. Yeah, like was I said. Ba- was Baca out against Tampa Bay as well? He got hurt. That's the game he went out in. That's the, That's game, the game he got, he got hurt. hurt in. But we were, missing, yeah. we were missing some other guys on the line. I know there was some shuffling on the line. So let's Wagner run through it. went to left tackle. Rick Wagner went to left, left tackle during yeah, the one, game. Once that happens, think, just, just throw in the white towel. Right, right. I, I just, I'm, I just, they I'm thinking about Apollo's trainer throwing throwing in the white towel right there. Just it's over with. You when you move Rick Wagner to left tackle, like his feet don't even move like that, right? No. Like he, it's just He's like not no. that good at right tackle, right tackle, <laughs> let alone out of position. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like, honestly, it, it, I look at that and I was like, all right, is it an admiration? But then it's like, I don't know, man, because it just it felt like San Francisco all over again. We meet these teams with pass rush that hit us in the mouth, that get up on our receivers. All of a sudden, we can't separate anymore. We can't run. They're getting to the quarterback. It felt like a broken wreck felt like the stuff we've seen so many times well, when, and, and when, that's why I was yeah. like man this is this, not this stuff again with Tampa so, show too it's different than than what happened with San Francisco Tampa they beat us with speed that's how they really beat us I mean in the backfield it was always David or white and they were causing chaos on there they weren't physically beating us up in the same way San Francisco was they were just flying around we had we couldn't block either of their inside linebackers I mean, it was it was. They were, so, mauling, they were mauling us too, like with Sue and yeah. I, mean, I don't got, know. That just seemed like too. they did it beat us. Like, it seemed like they were they were bullying us a little bit in that game. So I think look, that game is on Lafleur more than anything. He had a really shitty game plan offensively. Going back to what I was saying about Aaron Jones filling in Tyler Irving, Lafleur built a lot of his offense around what um, Tyler Irving could do. The jet sweeps, the uh, reverses, lining up outside. And when Irving was out for that game, when they put Jones out there, they were trying to put Jones in a position that he's normally not. So instead of building a scheme around his talent, he developed a scheme around one player. And when that one player went down, they were fucked. Yeah. And that's and that, that um, Tampa Bay just fed off of. I agree wholeheartedly with you, Robert, about the speed. Holy shit. I haven't seen linebackers fly like that for a while. And yeah. It didn't matter what Green Bay did. They were in the hole. 
unplugging it. Yeah, they were chasing. And then the next like, week, oh. you see you see the freaking Giants just picking that defense apart. Yeah, that was that was, <laughs> I was yep. like, what is going on here, right? Like, and then it was like, yeah. then they had another stinker and another stinker. So I'm like, man, is that defense really that good? What is really happening here, right? Like, I just guys, let's not act like we look good against Jacksonville. No, we didn't. So I'm kind of skipping ahead here for for our agenda, but I read something that Lafleur was talking about how our team needs to get up at the beginning of the game, not the end of the game. Um, The quote that I read is, we have got to do a better job from before we start the game to show that kind of energy. And that was in response to the Packers showed at the end of the Jaguars game, second down, sack. No, sorry, first down, sack. Third, uh, second down, sack. Third uh, down, incomplete. And then the fourth down, it was fourth and 26, an incomplete pass, pressure by Z. You know, he's like, we need to do that every game, not just at the end. Problem is they're not they're not showing the energy they showed last year. Yeah, they're not what, showing what, the fun the, they had last year. What's that saying that everybody's beating like a dead horse? Bring your own juice. Yep. Yeah. We ain't got no damn juice. It seemed like right. Like it's like uh, nope. I mean I mean it was Jacksonville. We saw the same thing. Uh, Minnesota, right? When they came in the Lambeau and Dalvin Cook just ran wild on us, right? We had it, it like they had no pulse. Like what is going on? You're at home. You're playing the, the Vikings. Off. Yeah. Like what what's <laughs> going on here? right like you know Tampa mm-hmm. Bay so that's three of them right when I look at it, I'm like okay one here or there but that's three times that this happened a lot of times yeah. it's off of bye weeks right like LaFleur has a horrible horrible record off of bye weeks um, I don't know what it is what he's doing with the guys or, or what it is and even off the uh, off the little mini bye when we play on Thursday and come back they do another one with you know with Jacksonville or, so I'm looking at this like what's really going on with this team like you know to your point of the mini buy what is it we played um 49ers you know on three days rest 49ers came out and started they were beating, beating us up a little bit and we were playing their practice squad team we ended up beating the shit out of them but to start the game it was like they came to play <laughs> we let, Rich, we, we we let richie james go for like almost 200 yards yeah. <laughs> right receiving no, in the sense like, of that on, uh, we, king and alexander were both out i'm like okay in well in defense if king and alexander are out what string is richie james <laughs> 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 so it should be even, right? Like he's probably their third string against be. our against our third string. So I, I would say that should be yeah. a wash. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they were playing. Let's see, who they had the starting All Pro team out. Yeah, in that they, game. they had like hardly anybody. It yeah, they got tons of injuries. San Francisco's been snake bit all year. I mean, they've been. I, I feel bad for them. Yeah, I'm not, I don't feel bad for them. Bad for them. So I said we kind of know what this team is. But then it was like, as you go through a game by game, we're like, all right, we know they're really good offensively. Our line's pretty good as usual. I, I thought it'd be actually, I thought we'd be in worse shape on the offensive line this year than we have been. I think they've been damn good. Yeah, that's actually good. my biggest surprise, Dexter, overall in the year. Yeah. The jump the offensive line is made from 2019 to 2020. It's actually yeah. a lot better. It's yeah, that, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect it to be as good as it's been. So mm. the line's been really good. No. I want to see what they do tomorrow against the Colts, though. They're I really, really want to see it because they have a damn good defense with Iberflus and what they're doing there. They're linebackers. Another crazy good linebacker that we're going to face, right? So I, I want to see, you know, going against Leonard and that that pass rush that they got. They got, they got some damn 
damn good safeties. I mean, that team is good. Their corners are good. They're one of the best. If what the, they're the right number one defense in the NFL right now, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're if they're if they're not number one, they got to be pretty damn close. I would assume. I want to see. To me, we got to see what they can do against this Colts defense. Can they so, block the pass rush? Can they handle you know the pressure? Like this defense is a similar to a you know what you're gonna see from Tampa Bay and the the teams that seem to give them fit. I want to see what they do tomorrow, guys. So I yeah. actually agree with Robert with the offensive line. That's my biggest surprise. And tomorrow, they're full strength tomorrow. You got Bakhtiari back from injury. Um, and it's a week off. He, uh, he came back last week. He looked a little rusty, if I must say. But I bet he's going to be a lot better this week. Oh, I think so, too. Man, my biggest surprise is 1A and 1B, Jenkins. He's played... Right tackle, left tackle, right guard, left guard. He might have played left guard at one, uh, right guard at some point. I think he played like everything I mean, but center, right? <laughs> but center. And it, what's crazy he, he is it looks beat. like every time they put him in a position, it looks like he's played it his whole life. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, and I he's really good. He was a second-round pick, second-round pick, not a first-round pick. I still think yeah. offensive line That's in the where first we, round it, is It's weird, spot. right? We always get excited for the first-round picks. It's the second round, usually, that Green Bay does its damage. Yep. Yep. A lot of our best wide receivers, too, were taken in the second yep. round. Man, I hope that ain't the case this coming up here. You know yeah, we were talking about Tyler oh Irvin God. a lot, and I was, I was watching a little college football today. Somebody that I think Matt LaFleur probably is drooling over is Rondale Moore from Purdue. Oh, yeah. Okay, Could you imagine him being that guy? <laughs> Running those jet mm. sweeps and, and getting him in spade. Oh, my God. He takes that offense to another level. But we'll get into that later down the road. Like, starting to think about yeah. college prospects. But yep. a guy like that would be an insane addition to the Packers offense. Yes. The I other agree. guy I want to talk about real quick, and I talk about him every podcast, Billy Turner. Billy Turner. Billy fucking Turner. Yeah. He Billy. has Had been a good year. playing All really, really well. And I honestly think him getting hurt and not playing week one and then coming back, uh, Clay being active uh, week two and not getting in for one snap kind of pissed him off a little bit. And since he's been in there, he's locked down right tackle. Yeah, he's played against some really good players too. Yeah. I mean, even in that that Tampa Bay game, guys, he was the bright spot on the line. Yeah, he was. He was was blocking all game. Like, they weren't getting past Billy Turner that game, right? Like, I was, and I was like, wow, at least he showed up. And the dude can fucking dress. I'll be watching, he got some swag on him, man. Billy got, that's a big dude with swag. Shout out to Billy Turner and his stylist. Yeah, he's got some attitude this year. He's been he's been playing with that bite that you like. I like that, that nastiness. We, we yeah. seem a little soft. We I don't know. I don't know if it's like we have a little too much fun, but on the defensive side, we have no nastiness. No. Right? Like you. I don't know if we don't Z have is, no nastiness. Z is the kind of like that, but who else is nasty? Gary is it. starting to step Gary, up. Yeah, Gary, yeah, the last starting. couple, last couple yeah. games, he's been he's been flashing, and, he, and he's definitely flashing on tape, and I'm excited about that. But he should. We took him with yeah. the 12th pick in the draft. Jahari yeah. has a little that little that little nastiness. Yeah, he's to got him a too. little. Yeah, Jair got a little swag to him, a little nastiness because he can hit. He's one of the few guys on the team that can tackle. He's not soft. He's no, not soft at all. No, no, no. He, no, he, he no. reminds me a little bit of like um, Craig Newsom, except I think Jair is more. Of a lockdown corner than Newsom was, but I don't Newsom, think people man, expect Jair to be. As, 
they don't expect him to be as aggressive as he is either. Deal. It seems like they're they're shocked when they see him like attack them the way he does. Yeah, J- yeah. Jahari plays a lot like Ramsey does. I mean, I think that's I think that's kind of the guy that what I see who play you know play with Rams. I see when he played for Jacksonville all those years. I think Jahari actually plays quite a bit like him. He's a little smaller than he is. He I think he's that level of talent. I mean, he's really really good. Yeah. Outside of that, like. We have no nasty in the middle. The jury's still out on Martin uh, Barnes. Yeah. I think they flash some talent. They you know, do, but they're I, I not consistent, they, man. No, but I mean Barnes. Is I think a, a lot of that has to do with fuck, a lot of it has to do with our D line too, guys. They're not good, and Kenny yeah. Clark no, has no. not has not been delivering this year. I'm sorry, he got mega deal, and I know you're getting double teams and all that, but. Aaron Donald's making plays. Chris yeah. Jones is making plays. These guys that you're getting paid, like, they're making plays. Kenny Clark is not making plays. And, and I don't know if it, he needs a, he needs a running mate, but something, we need we need something from that D-line and maybe those linebackers can flow a little bit more. These, these running backs, like, the Minnesota game was a prime example of it. Dalvin Cook was jump cutting and he was on a second level before anybody touched him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, yeah. dude. You ain't yeah. even put a finger on this dude, nope. right? Like you haven't even you you haven't even touched him, and he's past the linebacker. <laughs> it's just like yeah. here we are dealing with with that, but like it, but it keeps happening. It keeps happening. It keeps happening, right? Like well, James Robinson looked like James an Robinson. We shout out to James Robinson. He's from Rockford. Yep. Uh, you know, lo, local area guy here goes over hundred yards. You know, I'm like, come on, man. We still had my fat ass. To run for 100 yards against Green Bay's defense. Yeah, San Fran was still it's, running the ball on us. Tampa, we let Ronald Jones look like a freaking all pro, ran it all over us. Ronald Jones has looked good all year, though. But yeah, he hasn't he against other teams, too. He, he had a good game last week, obviously, with the 98 yard run. And, uh, you know, so whoever had him in fantasy were probably really happy, but we haven't stopped the run. And it's like, no, it's like. No. The same stuff that we were dealing with last year, we're still dealing with. Only worse. The run defense right? is actually you know, worse. So that, that's why where I'm like, man, that's my biggest surprise. And it's kind of like a disappointment all in one. It's our defense. Because Kirk I came into That's my this, biggest disappointment. Yeah, it's both for me because like, I'm shocked. Like, I'm surprised Like because I'm like going into the year, I'm like, man, our pass rush is going to be elite. Nothing. Z has ASACs, you know, but like we're getting nothing from Preston. We're slowly getting something from Gary, but like we're getting no pass rush from Kenny Clark. We're getting like we can't stop the run anymore. We're supposedly bringing Kirk. That's Steve the problem. In. It's like that's really what the problem is, is that because you don't need to pass very often against the Packers anymore. Nope. The run defense is so bad that you know what, what's going to end up happening is is that we 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 just, we just teams just aren't going to pass and they don't need to yeah. you know and, i mean i don't think they and, and a lot of times they don't want to right because nope. jair is locking people down josh yep. jackson has showed that he can step in for kevin king and been locking people down and our, sa- our safeties have been man yeah, yeah they've been good They've been okay. Yeah. They've been okay. They're not turning the ball over. We have two turnovers the whole but, year. So the the, th- the thing about the safeties, though, is I think that they're being used more for uh, 
linebacker. Yeah, they're they're making they're, they're having to do a lot of that, and they're not n- nobody's really yeah. roaming and making plays back there. You know? No, I mean I, it's frustrating because you got a guy like Savage with the speed and the ball skills that he has. Amos has some ball skills. I'd rather see Amos more up and and allowing Savage to roam a little bit more personally. I don't know, man. I'm just all around surprised that that defense isn't way better than it than, than it is, and and really disappointed honestly at their performance to date yeah i'm super disappointed about their performance well i think you know it's uh they just they regressed i I think you 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 mentioned on it that your preston uh smith hasn't done shit all year no he's been a bystander the majority of the year so far and honestly he's playing his way out on that path playing his way out of green bay (laughs) that's what he's doing he is they're not going to keep him around with the salary cap issues that we're dealing with next year like he's going to be one of the uh, premier guys that we cut right away i think and the way gary's playing if gary would have been a bust we would be staying no matter what because they they paid him but since gary's starting to like prove himself I was watching some film on him. He's his bull rush is nasty. It is. Yeah, he is he, that bull tackle. rush is something he, else, Brad. I'm 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 glad you brought that up. I I saw that too, and I was like, whoa, that's man rush, right? Like, yeah, he he was manhandling offensive linemen, and I'm like, whoa, he's known for more and speed, not, but now he's got power. He's playing the run. He's not he's not going up against chunks either. It's no. not like he's doing it against Rick Wagner. You know, he's doing it against. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta give Sorry, Rick, Rick some Wagner's my new bitch. When, when when Rick had to step in the first game, I'll say this: he played really well. You yep, know, he did. Uh, so I got I got to give him some props. I can't I can't sit up there and completely beat him up. He 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 doesn't move the best in his in his elder years these days. You know, I can feel his pain. But I can feel his pain. My, my point is, Gary's not going up against Trumps. He is pushing grown ass men. Yeah. Back so at what flat. at what point do we realize that maybe he should play more than Preston? That's it, probably it's coming. Because we need more pass rush. We need we need more turnovers. We need more splash plays. We need to be impacting the quarterback more. So maybe that helps those back end guys do what they do. Is, is it time with, with Patton? Is it time? It's time to move on. It, I, th- I think it's time to move man, on. You moved ahead a little bit. I did, um, but I, yeah. I'll be able to I'll be that, able to maneuver back. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go back to the other cool. stuff. But I, it just makes sense. You know, I think it's time to move on. Yeah, season. If they gone in the offseason. I want them gone. I want them gone yesterday. Oh, God, if they, yesterday. If they, I mean, if Inker tomorrow, I hope the guy Lafleur is like, get the fuck out. Just you're gone. And I hope the guy that they bring in to replace him, if they do that this year, is Jerry Gray. Yeah, Jerry. Uh, I dude. think that's the, the guy. Shit that right? you've done with our defensive backs. Jerry's I mean, the guy. God man. damn. He, he, I mean, our defensive backs were mediocre. King, his first, well, when he was on the field his first year or whatever, he did, he wasn't that good. They brought in Greg and holy shit. I mean, Josh Jackson didn't see the field. Right. And look they, what he's they, doing. We were looking yeah, like I mean, he was supposedly he, a bust and all this stuff. Then all of a sudden you bring in Jerry Gray. Yes. He literally looks like a number two corner. He's, yeah. Gray is very well respected by the players. Yep. There's, there's a reason why Minnesota's defensive backs always were fucking awesome. It was because of him. I mean, he's been around forever, talent. too, guys. He's been around yeah. forever. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems so. like it. It seems like it should. It's 
33 years in the league. Yeah, give the man his due. I, yeah. I think that, I mean, he knows the personnel. I think that he would light a little bit of a fire under him, not someone from the outside. I mean, that would be my logical choice right there to replace Patton if they're going, if they're looking internal. If they're looking external, my little homer pick is uh, Jim Leonard. Yeah, that's who I have. Oh, Jimmy Leonard. Yeah. See, that would be like that one where like you'd be super excited, but then I would cry because he'd be gone from you. Gone from UW. UW. Yep. You know, because I just I feel be. like it's going to be so hard to replace somebody like we can't keep losing these D coordinators how we have. Eventually, no. you're going to take a step back, I would think. Uh, I read somewhere that double dip. You can do both. Well, there, I've been I've been reading somewhere that Jim Leonard has been kind of given a hush hush under the table private guarantee that he'll be the head coach. He'll be the w. next. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. That the head makes coach sense. for the Badgers? I yeah. doubt Chris is going anywhere anytime soon, though. No, no that's true. You have to wait for it. But he's a young guy, though. Jim Leonard isn't exactly old. No, he's super young. And Jim's, like, literally, he's living the dream right now, man. And, he loves and Madison. And that's why I'm saying, well, that's kind of why I'm saying I love Jim Leonard. One, he does love Madison. He doesn't want to move his kids all around. That's kind of what, I, why, what I've heard, why he hasn't taken D coordinator jobs elsewhere. Green Bay is only two hours from Madison. It's not like it's across the country. Yeah, he'd um, still be he he'd still be home for him. And he is young. And he is young. And he's going to... I mean, I want some youth. I don't want some fucking grandpapa coaching anymore. Well, Jerry's you know, not young, but Jerry is... Jerry brings energy to his, his groups. If yeah. you look at everywhere yeah. he's went, you know, they those groups are always elite. Jerry just brings a different kind of juice to the, to the game, and you can see that in his players. He does, but the thing is, is... Leonard has taken three star or less players and turned them into top five defenses year in and year out. Today, the Badgers turned over the ball five times, four times in the first uh, uh, half, and that defense stood up. Yes, they gave a late touchdown up in the uh, first half, but I mean, when you give up the ball four times, something's going to break. It doesn't matter how good you are. But the fact is, they gave up 17 points today when our offense turned the ball over five times. You know what's crazy? Actually, if you want to look at it, they gave up 10 points after those five five, uh, uh, turnovers. Coming into this year, we had aspirations that our Packers defense would be a top 10 unit, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yep, we did. Like, I was like, man, this could be a top 10 group. Like, I honestly thought that that could be a top 10 group. And if we get a top 10 unit, that's a Super Bowl team. Yep. Right? And and my expert, you give Aaron Rodgers a top 10 defense, you're gonna be in the mix as a Super Bowl, a legit Super Bowl contender. Guess what Jerry Gray's done in his career? Gray has contributed to a top 10 scoring defense seven times in his coaching career. <laughs> so he has experience doing that, right? Like he knows what a top 10 unit looks like. And he's contributed at that high level, just as recent as in, with Minnesota, j- just not that long ago when they were one of the best defenses that we've seen in the league in a long time. Jerry Gray is getting my vote too, Brett. Yeah, I, th- I think I'd probably go with Gray. Though I, I had Leonard written down because the the reason why I like Leonard and and – Kind of what you said, Dexter, it'd be a bummer for Wisconsin, and I don't think he's he'll do it. But if you look at all the two- and three-star recruits that he's turned into NFL players, and a lot of those guys are starters. One guy I was going to mention here is TJ Edwards. He's a starting inside linebacker for the Eagles now. You know, he took a guy who was a three-star guy. I think maybe he was two, I'm not sure, but brings him along in UW system, and he comes in, and he's in the NFL. He's a starting inside linebacker, and granted, the Eagles aren't a great defense, but kind of tells you what he's able to do with limited resources, right? You know, he's a great 
coach of those coaching guys. them up. That's good for draft and develop. That's for sure. It is. And, and you, you come in there you want and he to- runs before. And that's the other part of it is that it would be no transition for the people who, in terms of the kind of players that you're looking for. So it, it would be an easy hey, fit to, to do it. Hey, Dexter, here's a crazy stat, actually. Green Bay in total yards is the eighth ring defense. In passing and rushing total yards, they're both 10th in pass and 10th in rushing. Yeah, but, but I guarantee points, you they're probably dead they're last in, in red zone. Yeah, points. They're they, we haven't stopped in anybody points. in the red zone. Not once yet. So, like, yeah. it, there's no bend or no break. It's like, oh, we bend, 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 and you get there. Go ahead, that. It's just like, yeah, go ahead. But, go ahead, bro. So <laughs> Y'all made it down here. You might as well finish it. Yeah. <laughs> the stat that's telling, though, the stat that's telling, second to last in takeaways with seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's terrible, man. That's why I was saying. Yeah, like, we're four just interceptions turning and the ball over. Yeah, the defense sucks. That's where the defense sucks. You think there any regression can, to the mean on that? Like, you think they'll start coming in some bunches? You know how turnovers are. I know. They, they, they do come in, come in bunches. They do. They might. It's, it's infectious. It's infectious. But the Guys, thing is, is, like, I don't see it with Pettin. I don't. That's what I I'm don't. saying. It's like, here we are. We're seven and two, and we're trying to fire the D coordinator, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. how frustrating because they are, though. That's what's crazy. They're that frustrating where it's like, ugh, you know, like seven and two, but uh, the defense is probably what, what? What defensive grade would you give them? A D? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, think that speaks to right. the think, think about, about it. Right. It speaks to the league, right? When I look at those numbers, Brett, like, I don't think they tell the whole story. I think as a whole, defense is struggling in the NFL, but we shouldn't be struggling with the same crap year after year. That's what's so frustrating. No. It's like, look, man, well, y'all, well, we've been having this issue last what year, we year can't before. Stop. It's yes. what we can't stop. That's, it's that's like, if thing. you can't figure it out, get somebody that can't. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing that, that that's frustrating about our defense is, is, and we all know this, is that when we get to the playoffs, right, and we get to the, the teams are going to be simplifying their offenses because when you get in bad weather or in places like that, you're going to be running the ball more. Well, what's our biggest weakness on defense? Run defense. So then they're going to, people are just going to run it down our throats and we're probably going to lose because of it. That, that's, 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 I mean, that's why our run defense is such a huge issue is that we could have we could be 14 and 2 but if our run defense is this bad it's not going to matter once we get to the playoffs and the playoffs are running the rock that's right yeah, they're trying to that, they're trying the to shorten that's the, the game. One. They want they want to shorten the game. They want to get home, right? Like they yep. don't they don't want Aaron Rodgers on the field. When smart teams, smart teams aren't going to sit there and try to air it out on the pack. Nope. In, in 2010, why did Green Bay do so well? We Our could defense. score against anybody, but we also had the, we also we also had the number two scoring defense in the <laughs> NFL that year. Yeah. So but that that my, helps. my point is James Starks came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. It, he had. He, nice little, he had a nice little run. Yeah. Going, that that playoff run was crazy. I mean, he literally stepped in and was like, he he was on RB one. He was out there playing, yeah. you know, and and producing at at a level that we needed him to do it. But we had weapons. he got hot at the right time too. Oh, Lord, yeah, that team yeah. that team started clicking. Well, they were a six seed, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, they were six seed. Yeah, they, they went into Philly. They got Philly. hot. Yeah, they got hot, man. Went, it, went into Atlanta and 
man, I got drunk that game. I was doing shots for touchdowns. That was a dumbass decision. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we ended up having to make a rule that if Green Bay's up 21 points, no more shots. Because, I mean, it was like shot, and then we'd sit down like, oh, shit, shot. It was, it was bad. It was bad. My liver was like, fuck you, Brett. I'm, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> um, and then they went, they went into Chicago, and we got to see the, the Raji Wiggle or whatever the hell you want to call that thing. I mean, I was kind of turned on by it, but we'll go with that. I mean, it was... <laughs> they, they, went in, they went into Chicago, beat them, and then they go to the Super Bowl and beat the... I mean, I wouldn't say beat the pants off on them, but they took it to... Uh, Steelers. Took it to the Steelers. And really yeah. good Steelers, I mean, they didn't, too. They that was a really their good... Defense, their defense was... It was the Steelers and the Packers at the top that year as far as yeah. defense. So yeah. we went against a hell of a defense in that Yeah, season. that was a that was a that was just a really good team yeah. all the all the way around. And we lost Donald yeah. Driver in that game. Yeah. Woodson um, got hurt. And we lost uh Seawood in that game. Yeah. So it just we had the momentum and this like you said, we're week eleven right now. This is where we start building the momentum for the playoffs. What and if we can't fix this defense man. It's week 11, Brett. Expectations versus the Colts. I mean, we talked about not being able to stop the run. Naheem Hines, that freaking guy is about to give us freaking fits, I have a feeling. We got and John. Taylor. And Taylor. There, talk oh. about another. That's a measuring stick, right? Colts, can we stop the run? Well, they got two different kinds of backs that, I don't know. I don't see how we stop them. Hopefully we do. So my expectation was when, when right. I, I started putting my notes down, and it started with, with Alexander and King back, and I had to do delete that because right after I wrote that I got a message from one of y'all saying yeah, he's now not he questionable because he, he has a fan in his head. Yeah, yeah now he has a key like come on man like so I still think we can beat the Colts if we can stop the run if we can't stop the run the Colts are gonna they're gonna beat us because yeah. our I, I, with Tyler Irvin being out again a wrinkle in our offense that we don't have the key matchup is how um how we're able to handle Quentin Nelson to really get, that's going to be a very, very important part of the game because if Quentin Nelson has his way, both those backs are going to go off. And it's, that's going to, Kenny Clark's going to be a very important player in this game. If he can play against Quentin Nelson, because Nelson's a stud guy. He's really, really good. He's the key to that whole running game. Contain him. Can make tell, him tell me this. Tell me this. Is, is Lazard going to be active tomorrow? No, probably not. You don't think he is? If Lazar's not active, I, I kind of give the edge to the Colts right now. We have a better quarterback. I think we have a better running back. We have the best wide receiver in the NFL, but we don't have anyone opposite the Adams. Our defense can't stop the run. They shut Adams down tomorrow, we're going to lose. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, Xavier Rhodes has had scrutable good against Adams in the past. I, I don't even know if they'll use Rhodes. They could go with more. They'll probably have to. Probably um, do that. But I'm, I'm with you, Brad. I don't know, man. That's why I said I think this this game is big because I'm like, all right, this is week 11. This ain't early in the season. This is nothing. You got Colts, Bears, Eagles. All three of those teams got defenses that have things that, that bother us. D-lines. We don't do good with teams that have really good D-lines and linebackers. All those teams have that. Mm -hmm. And even Philly, yeah. they, got, they got Slay at a cornerback now that can match up 
dealt with Tay. So uh, don't sleep on Philly late in the year. They're getting healthy right now. So they have to show in this game, guys, that if they can't stop the run this week, they're not ever going to stop the run. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. Good point. right. Like it's just who they, if it happens again, it's literally going to be who they are. And then it's like it's going to take a team like the Chicago, the Chicago Bears that can't run the ball. They can't pass like, either. No. So it's like, OK, they can't run the ball. So you're not really worried about that. But Philly can. Yeah, they, right? they got Miles Sanders back. They, you know, it's like, all right, they can run the ball. Detroit has shown that they can run the ball this year. Carolina can definitely run the ball. The Titans, Man, damn Detroit's sure, can got run the weapons ball. at running back. Yeah, Detroit's actually uh, pretty well set there. The Titans. Oh, you, what do you think Derrick Henry going to do? And then, yeah. you know. Um, 500 yards and stuff. Yeah, so this game is very important because I'm like, all right, if the Packers are going to be legit, they need to show that they can deal with a defense. They need to show that they can deal with a team that has dynamic running backs. They're a run first um, team. Yeah. They're, they're definitely so, a run first team. If they can't get this one, man, then it's probably one of those situations where Packers, they finish with a really damn good record, maybe even end up at the number one or number two seed and get in the playoffs on loops. Right now they're number one. They're number yeah. one right now. Yeah. Good news, though, get about the Colts right now, and I'm kind of with you guys. I, I think we're kind of, I'm kind of leaning toward that. I think the Colts may win this week. I'm kind of happy, though, that Brislett is not starting. Rivers is starting instead. I think Rivers is, I think he's done. I'm, I think Jacoby's a better quarterback, honestly. And even I though mean, Rivers tore us up last year, though, and people thought he, he did. Was <laughs> but just if you what have you watched yep. Rivers play this year? I mean, he's. I know, but I just I don't know, man. It's just like he he was just dinking and dunking on us last year, and I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Patty playing that soft ass is- defense too, allowing them to do River- that shit. That shit's so annoying to me. Oh, when it's a uh, third and one, they're playing a uh, prevent defense. Yeah, like yep. what the fuck yeah, are you doing? Time. Yeah, that's really dumb, especially hey, against uh, Rivers. <laughs> but see, the thing is, Rivers doesn't make very many mistakes though. He did this well, year. All though. they need is like a five yard. We have de- we have defensive backs that can play play press so we don't we shouldn't be giving them cushions like that we should be in their face playing aggressive football man man up I think part of part of the reason why we're not playing this man, man up defense is we have no fucking middle uh, defense, and I don't know if it's the players or it's the scheme. I'm inclined to say I think it's, it's the scheme. scheme. Yeah, I think it's more the scheme. But I mean, Kirk say has been I mean, a major bust, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm laying this game too because it's like. <laughs> Dude, I see talent. Yeah. I see talent on every level. Even 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 at the linebacker position, I see guys with talent. And it just makes me wonder, like, dude, do you know how to get these guys in a position to make plays? You know, like I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm I'm leaning more scheme. Yeah, me too. And, and part of the reason why I'm leaning scheme, or I, I'm gonna say scheme, I'm not even leaning. I'm I'm saying scheme. Look at um Tampa Bay when they were under Tony Dungeon. Really good team could never uh get to the Super Bowl. They replace him with Gruden, win the Super Bowl. Dungy, uh, I forgot who replaced him uh, in Indianapolis. He goes to Indianapolis and wins the Super Bowl. Same players, both situations, but it was a little bit different scheme. Our coach needs to scheme for the players that we have instead of trying to force these players into a scheme that he has. That's what good coaches do. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Is like, yes, our players need to uh, tackle. Our tackle tackling's abysmal. It is. It, it's work. The, the worst tackling I think I've ever seen. You can't necessarily blame that, that on the coach. That's culture and coaching. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the teams that, that lay the wood, not the coordinator. 
Yeah, the teams that lay the wood, they practice that shit. Yep. Yeah. They have aggressive practices. What? They're hitting. They're not all finesse and soft and, you know, like, I think one thing, and yeah. I can't stand Greg Jennings as an announcer. <laughs> he, he said something in our last game. He said, there is talk around the league, and he literally showed proof of it on the play as it was happening, of the Packers being soft against the run. Like, yeah. literally showing them just kind of pushing guys, not like, there's no, there's nothing there, right? There's no there's no Nash and he talked about them being soft and he showed it on film and I was like oh uh, he's right he is. he's right and, and and it made me so angry because he's like he's yes he's not a good announcer at what at all but I was just like dude you're right they're soft against the run you know like they I are. watched I watched Kenny Clark play he looks too nice to be that big <laughs> right we haven't had a nasty lineman since Daniels left he's like all polite I love like he looks like he says yeah, sorry right when he stacks the quarterback. Yeah, we miss Daniel's attitude. I agree. That, that we really don't have that on a defensive line anymore. We got a bunch. Like of when guys. when they look Here across the field, right? They look across the field and they stare at those guys. Are they afraid of any of those players besides Z? Oh no, no. Even Jair, maybe. like I'm I'm like if you look yeah. across the field, are they really intimidated by anybody on that defense? I probably say Jahari and and Z. Those are two that probably scare so, them a little bit. No one else. Look back at the highlights from this season and and particularly the Colts game. We're not going to hear Philip Rivers saying, oh, gee, golly darn heck, nice hit, guys. We're not going to hear that shit tomorrow. He's no. not going to be on his back. Yeah, if he's you know, not. Just, if, if, he, if, he, if he has time, he's going to pick us apart. Yeah, he will. He is. When he's he bad is when you David, get to him. Mm-hmm. That's when he's bad is when you rush him because he can't run. You know where he's going to be. He doesn't have right? the arm strength he used to no. either. No. So, I mean, you got to get to him. You got you to gotta create some pressures. You got to bring some pressure. You got to get aggressive. They got to do something tomorrow. Even against the run, stack the box, do something different. Stop playing dime defense yeah. all the damn time. You know, like we always doing this soft finesse bullshit, dude. And I don't know. That doesn't work in the playoffs. Yeah, and we better not do that against the Colts because their offensive line is pretty damn good. <laughs> and then it's like, I mean, yeah. obviously the Bears been struggling, but we're going to get them the week after that off their bye. Philly's getting healthy, yeah. getting all their guys back. They better get it together, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm right there with you. Yep, I'm with you. I will say on the positive side, guys, what are, you know, we locked up Bakhtiari. What are your thoughts on that extension? A plus. That's all I need to say. A I plus. mean, in my mind, and, and I, I told you, I thought he was the number one. He was priority number one, right? Sign him. I, we we have no future behind him at <laughs> that position. Unless you so, want to move Elton Jenkins to left tackle, which I don't think you should do. Because you can no, have two all-pros. No, no. You can have two all-pros on your line. No, he could right? do. It. You could do it. You could. I have, you shouldn't have, I have you two should, takes you on this. You don't want to see exodus of all pro talent. Let's just say that. Yep, right? I agree. You, you don't. You don't want an all no. pro franchise left tackle leaving your organization. So they don't grow in trees. No, I, you lock him up. I will He's say still this: young. His extension could not have come in a worse time though, because of the salary cap next year. We're yeah, they don't as have it much. stands they right don't now. Have much man. As it stands right now, with all the players we have and the contracts that we have. 
we are 17 million over the cap for next year as it's it stands gonna, right now. It's going to be a bloodbath. We're going to lose a lot of guys. So I told y'all that, remember? Exactly I was like, people aren't going to be, they're not going to be prepared for how many people no. are back next year. And I, we've, we've no. talked about this on a prior podcast where it's going to be a lot of guys gone. Not a couple here or there, like yeah. a lot, you know? No. It, but one thing I would say I, is locking up Bakhtiari, that might mean that Aaron Rodgers is going to finish out this contract, guy. It does. Because it ends the same time as Rodgers' contract, doesn't it? I think so. I, I just, I, yeah. I don't think you've seen anything other than that positive COVID test, right, from Jordan Love that shows that he's going to be <laughs> the guy. So, no. Yeah. Jordan Love, I already spoke my opinion in a previous podcast about Love. I'm not counting on anything from him this year. He didn't have preseason. He didn't have OTAs. He had nothing. I just he I, had was uh, just, that one scrimmage before. You locking up Bakhtiari? That just, yeah. I don't know. In my mind, when I saw that, I was like, they're keeping Aaron. No, Aaron's playing out of his goddamn mind right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's. <laughs> Last year, if you look at film last year, how many times was he overthrowing people? How many times was he off six inches on his throws? He's throwing dimes. Yeah, yeah now, I, don't, I don't know what it was. Pass, they mentioned that he was looking back at uh, end zone. They mentioned he was looking back at film from the Super Bowl year, 2010. Yeah, uh, he said he saw and he something. Caught something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, whatever he saw, he's. I don't know. He he has been on, and we talked about this a lot ad nauseum a little bit. Of, last year about how off he was, right? Like, nope. just mm-hmm. basic throws that were just, what was that, you know? You're not seeing that this yeah. year. You're not seeing all the no. throws out of bounds anymore either, where you just... Well, always, the way he's you know? moving. The way he's moving in the pocket. But right? also, what is he doing, guys? He's just letting it rip. Yeah. He's not running around and trying to make that play all the time. He's actually yeah. he's actually using the play that's dialed up and taking what's there. And I think that that's helped yeah. him have an amazing year because... What it's doing is they got to respect those little dump offs and those short throws, and they can't cheat all the time. And that play action has just really worked well. You know what I mean? It's looked great. Yeah. Hey, Robert, what you, like- you, you gave a nickname to MVS, who who actually has played pretty decent the last few weeks. Fast. Yeah, fast. that's right. Yeah, that's he's fast, yeah, but he's ass. F A S S. Yeah. That. Yeah. I love that one because he that literally explains him to the T. He's such an ass wide receiver, but he's fast as hell, and he gets behind the defense so much in this offense where it's like even that big bomb he just had the you know the other week <laughs> he bobbled that a couple times before he ended up getting it so his hands are just not good but i mean when no. he catches it great it's a touchdown right i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's, almost, it's almost like it is but you just you just never know and, and that, that's that's what kind of scared me when we're you know talking about some of the in our draft prospect guys that you know when you, you look at mvs and you look at him what he can do athletically you know you're thinking well, this guy's a shoe in to be an all pro, right? Well, he has one big flaw. And it's a pretty bad one. And he, you know, he's got hands of stone. That's I mean, why he was. It, that's why he was a fifth round pick. Yeah, exactly. And and, and that's like, oh, if you looked at everything else, you'd be like, damn, this dude, he should be. And that, that's kind of interesting, though, when you look at kind of the opposite. So who didn't have quite all the physical tools he did. Adams yep. and Adams coming out, you know, he was like, well, he's got a decent size, but he's not huge. He's fast, but he's not really fast. But guess what? He has great hands and he runs super good routes. 
And uh, I think that's what Ooh, that first year, though, after after they made him the man, yep. moving on from Jordy, he had a horrible year. Remember? He did. He did. And everybody that was the was year like, that Jordy blew out his knee. Yep, Jordy got yeah, hurt, and we needed him. And he played and so he, bad. Mm. They could have gave up on him. They did not. I know a lot of Packer Nation did. Yeah, a lot of people were calling him for to be cut. Yep. And then they were mad when he got his extension because he had concussion, remember? Like, yep. people were like, why are you paying him all that money? His fucking contract looks like a steal right now. Oh, it totally is. Um, you pay him all that money because he's making every DB that's trying to cover him look like they're a bitch. I mean, he's, he's, he's destroying people. He's that so even good. funny. What he's doing to people. I mean, kind of like brown. Gosh, damn. Another thing I will say, man, he needs to stay healthy, dude. Like, yeah, that's his weakness. I mean, he's been hurt a lot, even this season. Like, he's having such a hell of a year. What if he didn't miss all those games? Imagine how he'd be, you know, what, what his, his his stats would be looking like. So, I I, I don't mm-hmm. know. What, he definitely he definitely deals with way too many injuries. Yeah. So who? I mean, so who's gonna be cut, guys, next year? I mean, who do you guys? Say, oh man, who do you who do you think is next? A box locked up. They don't have a ton of money. Who are they gonna resign? That's and this is, I, I got this broke down. <laughs> so there's there's three guys, and, and the reason I say this is because of the salary cap. We're 17 million over right now. We don't have any any cap to spend. So right now, Jones has played his way out of Green Bay. We yeah, cannot afford Jones. Probably can't. Um, Kevin King has injured his way out of Green Bay. Unless he signs a prove it deal with Green. Bay, he's a, he's gone because they're not going to give him the money that he's going to command to sit on the bench. But being having the 17 million over the cap, no way he signs he signs with Green Bay. The only player that I think that Green Bay has the best chance to sign is Lindsley. I would love for them to re-sign Lindsley. He's a stud at center. He's playing all pro but this year. It's going to be too much. For the probably going to be too much uh, to resign. To but I, w- I would love to have Lindsey, Bach, and Jenkins locked up for the near future as well. Oh, hell then, yeah. I mean, we got all those young guys. We got, we got Yeah. I mean, the, the guy from Indiana mm-hmm. just got act, uh, came back recently, too. So these young guys, they'll be able to mix and match. They already locked, locked up Patrick. So uh, Billy's locked up. Billy Turner's locked up. So that line would be in great shape. Yeah. But I think Lindsey's going to get a nice check. Yeah, Lindsey's Lindsay. Yeah. I mean, I'm torn on Jones though. That that's a hard call. I don't. It, it's we it's, just don't have anything like him, right? So it's like, even when Jamal Williams is in there, right? I watch him, and a lot of times it feels like three yards in a cloud of dust. Yep. And then every once in a while he'll he'll, but he still looks slow to me, right? Like he's in better shape, but he doesn't look fast, right? Like he doesn't look explosive when he comes through line. He always gets caught, right? Like. He's a free agent too, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, all right. I don't know if he do, do they sign him and let Jones go. I don't know. You know, running backs that funny position where it's like in Green Bay, we haven't always shown that we value that position. Well, there's another problem here, and why I think we have to make Jones a priority is that Dylan hasn't looked great, and we yeah. spent a second round pick on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't even given him a shot, which lets no. me know that he's not producing in practice. Exactly. I heard a rumor uh, there's a weight issue with him. I thought he was supposed to be pretty lean and all this muscle. They're saying there's a weight issue with him. 
So I don't know. You know, sometimes guys get in the league and they gotta they gotta learn how to be a pro. Yeah. You know, and they'll realize, yeah, I'm not bigger and better than everybody else around me now. You know, there are guys faster than me over there chasing me down. So I don't know, man. That was a horrible pick anyway. Yeah, it's looking yeah. like that's a bad pick, and unfortunately, and, and that's so that. But who do we? That that's why I kind of bring up here. Well, well, who do we cut then, right? Because if we have to keep Jones. Just because either because we don't have anything else there and we don't have anything behind him, then who do we cut, right? I mean, do, do we cut uh, Preston? Do we do free? You know what I mean? Free Amos, Amos might even be on the Amos, cut. Amos, yeah, exactly. Amos, another guy so, nobody's talking about is Lazard is up. Kirksey's probably going to get cut. I would think ideally they put Martin and Barnes in the middle on those cheap ass contracts. Yep. And, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you're gonna cut Preston because now you gotta let Gary Gary's flash so you gotta let this first round pick play every snap at least okay. as many snaps as possible you can't let Z walk that'd be the dumbest thing that they could do he's the yeah. he's the only player that's worth his money it seems like he's the heart and soul yeah he's the heart and soul those guys I think King's gone because I think you can lock Josh Jackson up for a lot cheaper and pretty much get the same play I, he's not the he's not as I don't think he's as good as King, but he's way more reliable at this point because he's playing. I don't know, man. I think all those guys are going to end up being gone. Kirksey gone. Maybe one of the safeties gone. I think. So, I, I think Lindsey's gone. I. I. I don't. I don't see how they sign Jones because they just don't have yeah. the money. He's gone right there. There's just a whole bunch of really good players currently on that team that will be gone. So next year, what do the Packers look like, man? I don't know, but it, it's going to be a bloodbath in offseason. So 2022 is actually looking really good. As it stands right now, we are 30-some million under the cap. And one player you all had talked about was Preston Smith. If we were to cut him in the offseason, we're going to recoup $8 million in cap space. So that's half of our uh, uh, our cap space right there recouped just by cutting him. But we also get $12.5 million from him in 2022. That puts us over $40 million. Mm. That's the first year that Aaron Rodgers could be dumped off, too, if they, if they wanted to do that. Uh-huh. I doubt that they do, but yeah, if they're staring at forty something um, million plus another, if Aaron goes, they could they could be sitting crazy with cap space at that point. Yeah, Christian Kirksey, we caught him six million. I just don't Rick think Wagner, he's shown enough him. to keep him. Wagner is another one gone. Yeah, four point two five million, and so then there, one guy. There's moves that, there. This one, but, may, <laughs> yeah, one guy that doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but I think could be cut is Oren Burks. That would give yeah, us just shy of a million in cash. He's got to go. He's, he's a special go. teams player. We we can get an undrafted free, uh, rookie free agent play that special teams role and do the same thing that he's doing. Ride the pine. You know, there's no sense in keeping him. Uh, another booty bust. He, has, he hasn't. Yeah, Preston hasn't replicated his success from last season. Kirksey is Mr. Glass and has proven to be a liability. Rick he was Wagner that before he got to Green game. Bay. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rick Wagner um, could have started the first game when uh, um, Turner was out. He didn't even start. Nope. And then, um, what is it? He didn't even play that much because they put Runyon in. The only reason Wagner got in in that first game is because um, Taylor got hurt. So then they had to move someone else over. That's the only reason Wagner's seen any playing time. He's getting paid $6 million, I think, to sit there on the pine and do nothing. He's a pay Paperweight. That's all he is. So I mean, even so, cutting all not, those guys, they're not going to be able to sign everybody. Even getting rid of all nope. those. So C- cutting cutting that that's nineteen uh, million. So that gives us two million in cap space. So we could sign one of our seventh round picks. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty, <laughs> Alan, they'll probably sign Alan Lazard with that one. So. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't think it's gonna be. If anything, they'll try to keep somebody that's on the roster. I don't see them bringing in anybody in the offseason. Really, they're not gonna be able to, and they, no. they're gonna need a really fucking good draft. Yeah, not to last draft yeah. that we had. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> they're gonna have to. I mean, they're gonna have to draft the wide receiver because they have no choice. They have no wide receivers they, under contract they to, they after next year. Wide receiver, they'll None. have to draft a running back because if you're getting rid of Jones, you know, I mean. They're in bad shape, so, man. The only way, the only way we sign Jones, making those cuts, the only way that we can sign Jones is by extending um, Adam. Adams is making sixteen million next year. We can if we can restructure that year and then ro- roll it into the rest of his con- contract extension. There's a way to sign Jones. Yeah, then there is. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but I, I mean, just, he comes, I, I just don't know if they're going to do it. That's the thing. I, I I I just I look at it and I wonder: Are they going to break the bank for him? It's going to be hard to replace him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 is. You could argue he's the best wide receiver in the NFL today. This season, he's the best wide receiver. Oh, Adams. Yeah, but he, he's a. Oh yeah, he's abusing teams. Yeah, Adams is, is so, top five, the worst. Yeah, I agree. COVID could not have come at a worse fucking time for Green Bay. Yeah, it's been killing us, man. I mean, honestly, even like with the no fans in the stands at Lambeau, it seems like we get the Lambeau and we don't even have a home field advantage anymore. Nope. Right, but that's across the league, right? I see you see Aaron Rodgers on a road getting people with the hard count, right? So that doesn't that can't feel good for for home teams playing against the Packers either. But, I mean, does Lambeau even provide a home field advantage for the Packers right now in, in the age of COVID? No. You you already used the phrase that I'm going to use again, bring the juice. They have well, a lot of We don't have juice. it. We don't have and it. And sometimes yeah. when, when, when you and I played together high school ball, Dex, when we had the home fans screaming, we got jacked up. Yeah. It, it provided that energy. It, I mean, it, it's it's food for us to get in there and like start laying the wood. They don't have anything. It's This is a glorified scrimmage. From home, they pump they pump in the crowd noise. They, they don't, don't really show the fans that, that much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the NFL has done a fantastic job producing these games. You know, I watch the, the NBA and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? This is like a freaking scrimmage. This yeah. is dumb. <laughs> I mean, baseball, one of the boringest sports to watch live did an excellent job producing those games. The NFL and college ball are doing a fantastic job producing these games. So as a fan, you, you hear the crowd noise, even though when a play happens and then like three seconds later, the fans start cheering because it's delayed when they're trying to pump that in. Kind of funny. But as a fan, it doesn't seem like there's something missing. But yeah. as a player sitting there and all you hear is you can hear the players cuss you out. You know, you can hear what's going on. You can hear the plays. You can hear the snap counts. For Green Bay, Green Bay fans have been like trained that when offense is on the field, you're quiet. Let Aaron do his thing. But on when uh, the defense is on the field, you're just screaming. You're fucking up that offense, uh, the opponent's offense, so they can't hear the snap count. They can hear it now. So there is no advantage that way. You know, they're just playing on a field that happens to be Lambeau Field. There is no home field advantage right now. And I you think know that's what... Um, you know what's funny, too? Did y'all see that statement from Rodgers where he said he was actually looking forward to playing in <laughs> in, a, in a controlled environment? Well, he's, it's, well, he has an advantage. Yeah, he has an advantage. Yeah, he's like, he actually wants to go play in the Dome. <laughs> yeah, completely. I mean, I think the only way that Lambo's going to give any kind of home field advantage is if it gets really cold. And I don't think that's really going to be that big of a home field advantage in, in the COVID era. Yeah. And, you know, teams now can audible a lot easier. And I think that's the real, the big, I think that's really the big thing. Um, 
Nick, that's why I think, you know, when you talked about earlier, Dexter, about defenses and how they seem to be way behind the offenses this year, especially, I think that's why. Is yeah. that it's much easier for the offense to audible into something else without all the you go to Seattle or the decibels, 112 decibels when the fans start going nuts. I mean, you can't hear anything in there, right? I mean, it's, it's hand signals only go so far. I think that I think that's where the offense has a huge, huge advantage. And you can kind of see that in in the type of season that Aaron Rodgers is having right now, right? Yep. I mean, if you look at this team right now, the midseason MVP for the Packers is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's got to be Rodgers. Yeah. Right. I mean, the way he's playing, he might he could be easily be the MVP of the league right now. Right. Probably a lot of people talking about Russell Wilson, but I just think. Way too many turnovers to give it to Russ at this point. Yep. Um, Kyler was there, but then Kyler kind of had a dud this last the game against the Seahawks. But then Mahomes is back in there, right? Yep. I think Dalvin Cook should be in a conversation with the way he's he's played. Um, but, yeah, it, for me, it's Rodgers right now as the midseason MVP. It seems like he's back to MVP form. What do you guys think? I would absolutely agree with that. And uh, the reason that I agree with that is all the injuries the offense has had to face, Aaron Jones being out for a number of weeks, Adams being out for a number of weeks, Tyler Irvin, yes, he's not a starter, but he's a huge part of their offense, been out a lot this season. And Aaron Rodgers still has 26 touchdowns. 2,578 yards passing and only three interceptions, two of which came in one game. I mean, he's he's only had one bad game, and that was against uh, Tampa. Yep. Only one bad game. Yeah, I think. And I it, think it, that's... I... Go ahead. He's he's done more with less, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he you know, doesn't. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a ton. Russell going Wilson's on, got man. fucking DK 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 Metcalf, you know, and other wide uh, wide receivers. Tyler Lockett. I want. I don't <laughs> even want. Lockett's really good, right? But he has no offensive line. I don't want to talk though. about the weapons. I, I don't want to talk no about line, the weapons though. that KC has. Yeah, it's almost I mean, it's almost unfair how many weapons that Pat Mahomes has. Mahomes has the most weapons right? and the best line. I mean, they, they they have all these weapons, and what do they do? Go pick up uh, Le'Veon Bell. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Must be nice. You know? As their second back. Exactly. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Get out you know, of here with that like, bullshit. Like with Seattle, they went and got Carlos Dunlap, right? Yep. Great pick. Yeah. What have you seen with their defense the last couple of weeks, guys? It's gotten better. Oh, one player that they went and got changed their defense. How, would, how do you think that happens? Huh? Oh, man, Goody. Goody, oh, you, you, you think that uh, a run-stopping D lineman might have helped this Packers team at the trade deadline? <laughs> oh, I don't know, man, maybe. Well, I mean, they did try to go get the big D lineman from the Giants. You guys see all that? Yep. They had uh, interest. What's his name? Uh, Dalvin? Not Dalvin. What's the D lineman from the Giants? That uh, it's that Packers were in trying to trade for him. Let me look him. He's their he's their uh, their captain too. Hey, uh, speaking Dal- of Quentin Dalvin, Dunbar, 
Dalvin Tomlinson. They try yeah, to trade for him. Yep. So it is. Yep. They do see that they had a need there, obviously. Right. They're yeah, also you can take two to tango. We lost you, my man. Yeah. Yep. We lost so, him. We did. He dropped. Um, he might be having internet issues again. They're also kicking the tires on Will Fuller. They suck at wide receiver, right? They're acknowledging. Hey, we lost you for about three minutes. Yeah, internet being stupid. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. All right. We hear you now. Um, yeah, internet internet went out for a second for me there. But yeah, I mean, so, basically, they're they admitted they're admitting that the, that they suck on the D line and they suck that wide receiver. Because why else are they trying to go get Dalvin Thomas and, and Will Fuller? Yep. They also tried to they tried to get um Antonio Brown. Yeah, and Antonio Brown. So uh, just think about yeah. that. So they're clearly yeah, it takes two to tango. I know, but they're clearly saying we have a problem here, right? Like, um, mm, but here, here's I'll say this: y'all just talk we about trade Denbar, right? We trade for Will Fuller. We don't sign Bakhtiari to an extension, do you think? No, no, we don't. No, you're right about that. Well, yeah, because Fuller would have been a free agent next year, <clears throat> so there's no guarantee we get Fuller back. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. So the Bakhtiari contract could have happened no matter what. Um, but hey, speaking of Quentin Dunbar, he just got put on injured reserve. Did he really? Wow. But, yeah. T- uh, but another <laughs> player that just got activated for the Seattle Seahawks that we were look- should have gotten in Snacks Harrison. Like he didn't want to play for us. How many? But how how many weapons does a team need? Seriously. I mean. Green Bay, do something. Goody, do something. You know who's out there. Stop I don't drafting. Know, I don't know what kind of shape he's in, but Marcel Marcel Darius would be a nice guy to look at. That's worth a shot. I, don't, I mean, I did, like I said, I don't know if he's in any good shape, but he's he's a free agent right now. Be worth rolling the dice, and it can't hurt. Guys, what's your biggest concern rest of the season for the Packers? Run defense. I have two. Run defense. Run defense. Yeah, I have three. I have three, Rob. Run defense. Run defense. Run defense. Run defense. Run defense. Yeah. I think we all agree it's the run defense, man. The defense as a whole, honestly, really worries me. Right now, guys, you know, with with the poorest run D, you know, they kind of are what they are in that regard. They haven't shown us that they're anything different. Can they win the NFC? Can they win a Super Bowl as constructed? I don't think so. I just, um, if even if they got to the Super Bowl, who are they going to play? Probably Pitt, KC, maybe Baltimore. Do they, can they beat those three teams? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, uh, Robert, I'm right there with you. If a receiver can step up and become a legit number two, and the defense can improve, we have a shot to go in the Super Bowl. I think the NFC is wide open right now. Yeah. Seattle can score, but they can't stop anybody. Um. Kind of the Rams are good. How well they've been Rams playing. Are actually good. The Rams, 
the NFC West is good. San yeah. San Francisco because they're playing with uh, uh, the replacement players. NFC West is good. NFC East, holy shit, I could play on the uh, NFC East team to be an uh, all-pro player. I mean, they're talking about the uh, uh, Eagles being the number one team in the East, and they have a losing record. Yep. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, but back to my point is if our defense can improve, we have a legit number two, we can reach the Super Bowl, but I don't think there's any way that we beat the Chiefs or the Steelers. Those, those two are the elite teams in the NFL right now. Ben Roethlisberger's got tons of talent around him. He's playing back like he was pre-injury last year. Claypool is snapping for him. Great defense. Too. Yeah, between great the Chiefs and the Steelers. Yeah. Great, great defense. Oh, God. I, I, Man, I, you know, I need, is it just me or I'm getting depressed. Do you guys... Do you guys get depressed watching the, that 2020 wide receiver, <laughs> the 2020 wide receiver class? How they've been balling out? Oh my god! I look Boy, at it. And we don't. We didn't take one, uh, and they're they're going nuts. Think about it. We could have. I we mean, had only thing- Chase. We could have had T Higgins. We could have had who's the other guy? Michael Pittman. Um, we Pittman. Pittman's having a good year. Jefferson's going crazy. We, we traded get- up to. We traded up to get Jordan Love. We could have traded up to get one of these other guys. Ayuk. Yeah. Going crazy. Oh, thank just... you, Dexter. The only thing that's been able to stop Ayuk is COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not yeah. trying to make light once about again, COVID. Once again, saying, the, the young the guys, only some thing. of these young guys, they just, they be turning up and acting like nothing wrong. That's, that's what happened to Graham Mertz. He threw five touchdowns and partied all night and got sick. But Je- Jefferson's having a Pro Bowl year. Jefferson's having an amazing year. He probably have a thousand yards receiving. I, I was wrong on Higgins, Robert. He is a yep. baller, dude. Yeah, he's really good. Dude yeah, stepped yeah. in, and him and Burrow got a connection. Like it, it's it's impressive to watch. You know who's really balling though? Really playing well. Ruggs is doing nothing, yep. right? But you know who's really balling? Uh, wide receiver that the Packers drafted in the first round. He's really balling. He's doing great. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing. Yeah, he's a, he's amazing. You know, probably runs around oh and, and he's like runs around and practicing his red jersey, catching balls. Hey, <laughs> he, he's he's so fast you can't even see him on the field. You know, right? He's like it's great. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! God oh, damn it, Goody! Seriously, we gotta. I want to. I want to. Often, guys, we gotta do it more often for sure because this has been fun. I'm yeah, looking. Uh, fun. We gotta do it more often when Dak's not around. Oh, I miss that. Oh. Man. Our Uper is off the yeah. off the grid right now. Yeah, he he's hunting Bambi for all those uh, Bambi lovers. <laughs> a lot of the Packer oh, fans from- out there, a lot of Packer Nation are are probably out there getting ready to do exactly what Zach on. Yeah, you better make us some. Uh, uh, fakes or jerky or something. Well, it's been a fun one, guys. I, I look forward to seeing what we can do tomorrow against the Colts. I, I think this is going to be a really good measuring stick for this football team. Honestly, is going to tell us a lot about whether this team is good, right? They're obviously good. They're 7-2. and two, But can they be a contender? And I think that's what we, we yeah. want to see. Um, and tomorrow's going to be a good test for that. So I hope, uh, I I hope hey, they got to bring it, man. All three phases. We need it all. You know, we've been decent in special teams this year. Really good on offense. And we just, we haven't, we haven't been clicking on defense. We need it. Tomorrow's going to set the tone for the rest of the season. I agree. Yep. It's I agree. I mean, end of the season. I agree. 
you don't want to go in, you know, lay an egg against a good defense in Indy and then have to come in the next week against the Chicago Bear defense. I, I just don't think it's going to be, yeah. you don't want that. So, well, it feels good to get back on this Packer backer podcast, you know, and talk Packer football. This team is, you know, yes, sir. I don't know. The team's been good. They got some potential, but they also got some warts that need some clearing up, man. They 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 gotta do some soul searching. They gotta do some soul searching. They need to find that juice. And they need to get out there and play some pack of football. December's right around the corner, Absolutely. man. They gotta figure this shit out.